Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners. The hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me a born-and-raised atheist all about the Bible. So, Jason Dedeker, how are we doing today? Oh, it's great. It's almost my birthday. It is. Yeah. That's a festive how exciting. mood. Yeah, I'm coming up on what I like to call my Hobbit birthday, which is my 33rd <gasps> birthday, because oh. in Tolkien's universe, 33 was the age that Hobbits came of age, because mm-hmm. they age kind of slightly differently than humans do. Um so wow. yeah, it's my it's my hobbity birthday. Pretty gosh, soon. I remember Jace's Hobbit birthday. Yeah, and we we went all out for Jace's Hobbit birthday. Yeah, yeah. I had I had little short pants and suspenders, <laughs> and uh, I got a pipe for the occasion, and kind of we I did put the on whole elf thing. Ears. Yeah, you, yeah, you were both elves. Lots of people yeah. dressed up. The, the front of the house had paper over it to look like a Hobbit hole. Oh yeah, we went all out. Yeah, it was really cool. Lovely. I don't think my Hobbit birthday is going to be quite as impressive. No. Well, but y- y'all are going to a little uh, glamping Hobbit hole. Yeah. And yeah, going to get in nature. Yeah, that's lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and we we actually learned of you. We learned recently that there is a uh, plant nursery near Seattle, like maybe an hour outside or so, that has a part of their area made to look like. A recreation of Frodo's home or Bilbo's home. Oh, that sounds or wonderful. Both. The back end. Back end. Back end. Back yeah. End. That is the proper term. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dedeker is the one who's just been rereading those books. So she is the oh, expert. Yes. <laughs> How lovely. Wow. Well, that's wonderful. Well, uh, let's talk about another story. <laughs> I was another say fictional story. Time. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say another fictional story. But uh, yeah, some people believe this is a real story so let's talk about the story we'll just yeah. leave it at that do what, you uh, remember the story <laughs> uh, um did okay did solomon have yet another speech about how awesome he was was that what happened uh, he and then, prayed in front of the people he kind of like dedicated the temple oh had yeah like a big speech and, and prayer to god in front of the temple i remember that happened mm-hmm. was it that was... about it <laughs> well there was Something about discussion the of of the the ark was moved into the temple, and remember mm-hmm. they were very clear to let us know like the poles were so long, but not so long that they extended beyond the the walls of the building, impossibly. Not unreasonable, but they were still very long. But, yeah, fairly yeah. um, unreasonable. Yeah, we learned there was some drama between Solomon and Hiram, the king of Tyre. That Hiram feels like maybe he was going to be ripped off. By yes. these podunk backwoods towns that yes. Solomon was trying to get 20 him. towns, 20, <laughs> but then none of them were like as good as he wanted them to be, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then we yeah. also learned about something called the Millow. Oh, boy. And we talked about that, didn't we? In our in bonus, fun, yeah. In our fun do you remember bonus. what it, Do you remember what it was? Well, we kind of learned in the bonus that, that it's not even totally clear what it is, but... Okay, 
our okay. prevailing theory that what we learned was that maybe some kind of battlements, some kind yes. of defensive, defensive. The, the Pentagon is what kind. we ended up referring to it. Okay. As. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, all righty. Yeah. Some some stuff that we didn't really understand fully, but we're moving on today and hopefully having some more fun. What What are we reading today? Yeah, gosh. All right, let's let's get right into it today. Oh, well, wait, wait, wait. No, wait. no, no. We need to talk about what we're drinking. Yeah. We can't get right into it. Okay. <laughs> the record Sorry. scratch on the music. I did this in the wrong order. I apologize. <laughs> my bad. It's you, all my fault. You would fault. think after a hundred plus episodes, we would have this down, but apparently not. I know. No, we can't. Right. Okay, we cannot skip over whatever fancy ass drink Emily is drinking. Yeah, it's true. Seriously. Yeah. Here yeah, we can okay, go. Fine. We'll go real quick through mine. It's gin and tonic. Done. Next. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Dedeker, what are you doing? What are oh, you drinking? Okay. I'm actually drinking an adult otter pop, believe it or not. I can show it on screen for those of you who are tuning into the live show. Um yeah, at Costco they have these like cocktails that are kind of frozen in like a little plastic tube. Um it, it literally is like an otter pop, but a cocktail. What cocktail is it? Uh this one calls itself a lime drop. And uh, oh, I, don't, oh. I couldn't tell you what's in it. It tastes oh, perhaps boozy. it's like a gimlet, maybe something like that. They do want to make sure that I know that it's less than a hundred calories per stick because they're like, we know you're slamming these. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's very. Anyway, fun. That's good, so I yeah. have that, and I also have a backup drink just in case because I don't think this otter pop's going to last very long. So I just mixed up a little, you know, grapefruit, uh, sparkling water, and some rum as a backup. Oh, lovely! That mm-hmm. sounds great. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I made, I had some fresh mango. There's some like little mango pieces on the side here. Wow. Um, and so I made a mango pineapple margarita frozen. Uh, so I took, yeah, fresh mango with frozen pineapple, um, lime juice, contro, and uh, what? Tequila. And then you mix it all up, and here you go. It's quite refreshing. It's going to be outrageously hot here in Los Angeles this weekend for all of you here with me. Good luck. Um, I'm not looking forward to it at all. Here's the problem, Emily, is that now you've set up an expectation that you're always going to have an amazing drink. So I'm fine with that expectation. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Just just to let you know that, like, if you whip out, oh, I'm just having a glass of rosé today, we're going to be disappointed in you. Well, I'll be sure to make the rosé special in some way. (laughs) Yeah, maybe it's like a rosé that you've infused with, you know some sort of herbs that you foraged yourself or something like that. <laughs> there are drinks with wine in them or that's with true. sparkling wine or something. Right. Yeah, that's true. No, that's don't, true. don't you worry. It's fine. <laughs> okay. I've got some Great. time to do it. Great. Alrighty. Okay. Now, what are we reading Now, today? what are we reading? Well, okay. Actually, sorry. I- I'm oh. going to stop you again. I'm going to stop you again, Jace. <laughs> just because, just because I want to put out there the fact that um, we're going to be meeting the Queen of Sheba today, and she's only going to be around for one chapter, and so we need we should cast her right away. People in the chat are asking oh, us to cast her. Right. I, we've even gotten some suggestions already. Now, I don't really remember much about the actual I've heard of her, but I have no idea who she is. Exactly. Like, I've heard of her, and I have some impressions of her, which are probably totally wrong because they're based on 
you know, whatever weird stories I got as a child or how she's been depicted in other media, things like that. Okay, so. well, we at least need to know, um, based on that, you know, brief casting description where we don't know very much, we need to know who to bring in to read. Now, I really want to put forth Billy Porter. Nice. Uh, okay. Or maybe even RuPaul, potentially, Ooh, in this okay. role. Oh, okay. Okay. To, to come I mean, in and read. Uh, again, someone in the chat no suggested idea. Angela Bassett. Also, Love I think her. would be a good read. Yeah. Love her. So yes. maybe once we find out a little bit more about the Queen of Sheba at the end of this chapter, we can make a final decision. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. Okay. Uh, okay. So uh, now can, what are we can reading? I, <laughs> can I finally, can I do it? Okay. Oh, yes. Can you press the button? <laughs> Go. Today, we are reading First Kings chapters 10 through 12. If you want to read along with us, you can go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash read and type in 1 Kings 10-12. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, we're at First Kings 10. Whoa, this is a pretty long chapter. Okay, buckle in, everyone. First Kings 10. When the Queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of Yahweh, she came to prove him with hard questions. Ooh, <laughs> prove hard questions. Him. <laughs> like, okay, she, so that sounds, she's skeptical. She's like, I don't know, everyone's talking about how wise and smart Solomon is, but mm-hmm. I'm going to be the judge of that. Okay. Yeah, 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 she's here to challenge. I like it. Yeah. I like her already. Okay. All right, cool. She came to Jerusalem with a very great train, with camels that bore spices and very much gold and precious stones. And when she was come to Solomon, she talked with them all that was in her heart. Oh, that's nice. Wow. So she just has like this long train of people behind her. I'm with... imagining very much like an Aladdin, like the Prince Ali. <laughs> I totally picture oh, that too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 With the elephants and the birds and dancers and swordsmen yeah. and, and yes. make way. Yes. All of that. Exactly. Sure. She's oh, like, I, love it. I hear that when people are trying to become king in Israel, they have like 50 dudes run in front of them. Well, I've got a whole <laughs> freaking parade that comes through. So check yeah, me exactly. out. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Solomon told her, all her questions. There was not anything hidden from the king which he didn't tell her. Well, I need some more details. What do you yeah, what? <laughs> from the king which he didn't tell her? What kind of questions do you think she was asking? That's a good that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> she shows up and she's like, All right, two oh. trains of camels, one leaves Detroit, <laughs> leaving forty miles an hour, the other one <laughs> right. leaves Jerusalem at only ten miles an hour. Where in the Atlantic Ocean are they going to meet? I see. Okay, I just checked on the Message Bible, and it makes Good. a little bit of sense. But basically, it's that um, Solomon answered everything she put to him. Nothing stumped him. So I think oh, it's okay. that there wasn't anything hidden from the king, meaning like that he didn't know about. He knew everything. That he, he knew all. He could answer or all maybe, the questions. So he, he like knew a- where in the ocean those two <laughs> did meet. Okay. Or maybe it was like a consultation. Maybe she's like, I've got all these peasants coming to me in my kingdom trying to figure out whose baby is whose. And I just like mm. really don't know. And so maybe he's it's like, like cut a consult. Him in half. 
<laughs> works yeah, every I'm time. Telling you. Exactly. <laughs> That'll show who the real mother is. It works every time, 50% of the time. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> when the Queen of Sheba had seen all the wisdom of Solomon and the house that he had built and the food on his table and the sitting of his servants and the attendance of his ministers and their clothing and his cupbearers <laughs> and his ascent by which he went up to the house of Yahweh, there was no more spirit in her. She was just so depressed. She died. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I was like, that's too bad. Well, maybe spirit, like she wasn't feisty anymore. She wasn't okay. trying to poke holes in in yeah. his wisdom anymore. That's got to be what. She's it like, clearly, clearly, he's doing something right if he's got such an amazing. Well, house. she has an amazing posse. Like, why is she impressed by his amazing? Posse? Maybe that's why. Maybe she's like, wow, he's not a poser. It's it's legit. One of my own. I see. Right. Yeah, yeah. Trying to test if he really could measure up to her and she's like okay yeah i guess so because he's like i'm a trust fund baby you can trust me exactly (laughs) exactly yeah okay that makes sense (laughs) yeah and then she lays down the law okay she said to the king it was a true report that i heard in my own land of your acts and of your wisdom however i didn't believe the words until i came and my eyes had seen it and behold the half was not told to me your wisdom and prosperity exceeded the fame which i had heard mm. happy are your men happy are there are these your servants who stand continually before you and who hear your wisdom i mean maybe they're happy i don't know if they're really happy but sure you know i mean we'll just say they are maybe happy relative to the servants of other kings yeah for the sake of the story they're happy yeah Blessed be Yahweh, your God, who delighted in you to set you on the throne of Israel, because Yahweh loved Israel forever. Therefore made he you king to do justice and righteousness. She gave the king 120 talents of gold and spices very great store and precious stones. And there came no more such abundance of spices as those which the queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. Okay, so she gave him a lot of spices. They really want to let us know that... He never got a gift of spices so big, so much. He's going to be making the most awesome stuff now. <laughs> the best curries. Yum. Yeah. The, Sounds great. The message says, there hasn't been a cargo of spices like that since that shipload the Queen of Sheba brought to King Solomon. Wow. So even today, we've never seen that many spices again. <laughs> yeah. His spices that are no longer with us on this planet Earth. <laughs> the Navy also of Hiram that brought gold from Ophir brought in from Ophir great plenty of almug trees. What the heck is that? Almug trees. And precious stones. A-L-M-U-G. Trees. So the message calls it sandalwood. I'm not oh. sure if that's the only thing it means or, or what, but we'll go with that. A fragrant wood. A nice smelling yeah. wood. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're going to make like soap out of it or something. Sandalwood soap. soap. Soap out of wood? What? Is that out a thing? Well, no, like, the, the, haven't you heard of, like, what do they make sandalwood out of? They, like, it's sandalwood. a scent, and they put the scent in <laughs> soaps like a, and fragrancy things. They probably things. extract maybe the sap or some somehow extract the essence into, like, an oil or something, yeah. and then use Squeeze that. Squeeze the so, tree really hard. <laughs> they do. And then you yeah, make they a put it soap in, out of that. Okay. Exactly. Watch out for the splinters. Jeez. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And, like, a fruit squeezer thing. Okay. The king... <laughs> uh, let's see. The king made of the Almug trees... Oh, here we go. Pillars for his house of Yahweh. Oh. They need more pillars? 
Isn't it done? (laughs) (laughs) Don't they have enough? Uh, And for the king's house, harps and also psalteries for the singers? Oh, like a psaltery. What is this? Did we determine what a psaltery is? Don't we determine Uh, it was a type of a harp? Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. But they already said harps. There's probably two different types of harps. (laughs) I don't know. The message says harps and dulcimers. So mm, it's probably okay. just two different okay. two different types of instruments there. Okay. Uh, also, this says that he used the sandalwood for fine cabinetry instead of cabinetry. for columns, which is a really? very different meaning. See, so... that, that sounds better. Oh, my mom just wrote in the chat here: sandalwood is the second most expensive wood in the world. Well, oh, really? Well, Sherry, cool. okay. you so need to tell is... us what the first most expensive wood is. <laughs> I know that's a really good point. Was it maybe ebony? I would guess ebony is the first most expensive wood. Oh. Um, now, to this whole cabinetry debate: what if it's both and? What if it was pillars that had cabinetry built into them? Oh, I love that. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Done. That's what and it then, is. <laughs> there's like doorways that lead to like unexposed fun rooms behind them i don't know something really cool in these houses are you talking okay. like a lion the witch in the wardrobe kind of situation where you like walk through the sure. pillar and then you're in another land i uh, well no i was talking about like you know one of those trap door things where you like press a button in the oh, wood and okay. then all of a sudden like there's a room behind it that you couldn't see before it's like oh, a, yeah like the pillar rotates and it opens up a wall yeah like and a panic some... room or something back there cool okay panic that. room for like when the arc is accidentally discharged and you just oh, need to get yeah. out of there yeah yeah totally. <laughs> as quick as possible a lead that's all like or a room that's insulated with lead you know so you're protected yes. from the radiation totally. when, when yeah everyone else can get yeah. zapped but not the king right okay so, yeah, uh, harps and psalteries for the singers. There came no such Almug trees, nor were seen to this day. I mean, <laughs> they definitely have same, been same seen thing to again, this day, yeah. but whatever. Well, but nothing like that shipment. Nothing this like those. so much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. King Solomon gave to the Queen of Sheba all her desire, whatever she asked, besides oh. that which Solomon gave her of his royal bounty. So she turned and went to her own land, she and her servants. Now, the weight of gold that came to Solomon in one year was 666 <clears throat> okay, talents actually, of gold. We, yeah, we've let's moved pause. on to a new topic. It? Yeah, I, I'm, it's Sheba's confusing. done? Who, okay, first of all, who are we casting as the Queen of Sheba? What, what do we know about her? We know that she's I feel like Angela Bassett is and great. Skeptical. You think Angela Bassett? But definitely, if you, you want to just do whatever. No, I say go with it. Billy Porter We can, is we can save too. Billy Porter for... For another yeah. time. See, it's funny place. though, because I was gonna think that RuPaul has that sense of like royalty, you know? Y'all in the chat, you know, watching the live show right now, just let us know. We can maybe take by consensus yeah, yeah. of those who, three. Who might be best between RuPaul? I'm gonna type it out. RuPaul, <laughs> Billy Porter, Angela Bassett. Vote on your phones now. Okay. Um, and we'll check in <laughs> exactly in a second. <laughs> One, two, and three, vote on your phones. Okay. <laughs> So now we're moving on to an entirely different thing. Wow, she only lasted for 13 verses? That's too bad. Yeah, she I'm was fun while she lasted. surprised about that. I, yeah, I guess she doesn't come back. Maybe she does. I don't know. Well, I'm, anyway. I'm writing her down to look up more in the bonus 
content because the Queen of Sheba is definitely this figure. And we've come across other figures like this in the Bible of like where in reality, they're not involved for very much or very long. But for some reason, there's a lot of art right. and a lot of cultural storytelling around this person, around this figure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I wonder why. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to read oh more gosh, about I her. have to take off my sweater. This story is getting me so hot. Uh, please continue. <laughs> okay. Now, the weight of gold that came to Solomon in one year was 666 talents of gold. Besides that, which the traders brought, and the traffic of the merchants and all the kings of the mixed people and the oh. governors of the country. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Uh, okay, so we're just moving on to talking about how great Solomon is, that like his... Land was so Again. prosperous that he made all this money on top of the what taxes. She gave. Oh, I don't know. King Solomon made 200 bucklers of beaten gold. What is Buckler. that? Buckler is like a tiny shield, right? Yeah, I think if my so. video game knowledge serves me. Yeah, oh. like a tiny little shield to, to yeah. deflect <clears throat> That's what someone my... who's coming at you with a sword or a knife. Not like a highly end shield, but like a like a little Lynx. like a round one when I he's think. a little baby boy yeah like a tiny kind of little it kind of goes on your forearm there you know it's, it's meant for I, I guess i assume more active deflecting than maybe a normal big old shield would be okay hmm, okay. okay so uh 200 bucklers of beaten gold 600 shekels of gold went to one buckler wow so maybe it's these are six very heavy bucklers then maybe these very are large. heavy golden bucklers you say 600? 600? Well, 600 shekels of gold. Yeah, okay, so the message or says seven and a half it. pounds of gold. So that's not too that's bad. Right. Yeah, that's not, not too bad. bad but but yeah, these are clearly so. decorative anyway, because a gold shield is not going to do shit. No? It's true. It would bend. It would crumple. Really gold is yeah, so yeah. soft. It's really a it bad thing to make it's armor and weapons boy. out of. Yeah. yeah, it's just, you know, for fun. It's yeah. for show. Yeah, decorative. Three minias of gold went to one shield. I don't know what that means. And the king put them in the house of the forest of Lebanon. <laughs> new new location. New location. The house of new, the forest. What is the house of, of measurement? The oh. Yeah, I don't know. Mini, minus? Minus? Minus Tirith? Minus Tirith. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, see, we've all... I haven't read those books, but... Uh, I've watched the movies a lot. They're great. Uh, according to the message, <laughs> them. these smaller shields were about half the size of the former ones. So if that huh. helps us kind of estimate what that measurement means, I guess. So like four pounds, three and a half pounds or something. So he made two sizes. He was like small and extra, extra small. <laughs> I mean, normal size bucklers and then small bucklers. Yes. What's the point of a smaller buckler? <laughs> it's already small. They're decorative. Well, yeah, if it's also decorative, okay. now this feels like this is kind of like a commemorative pin. Oh, at I this see. Point. These are the ones that he handed out to <laughs> all like, his generals okay, you've or been whatever. Five years, good job. Here's your mini buckler. <laughs> it was the swag. Right. Oh, see, I was thinking uh, it was more like. You know, you've recruited this many people, and they've recruited uh, this many people, oh, nice. and they've recruited this many, so you get a big shield. And it's not the swag that they get at Comic Con for like going to like hanging out with Solomon at Comic Con or something. Yeah, no, that would be that. This is too nice for that. This is like the You're right. the it's MLM. You know, you've you've oh I see. You know, instead of the pink Cadillac or whatever, this is what you get. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, moreover, the king made a great throne of ivory and overlaid it with the finest gold. Jeez, are there freaking elephants to 
harvest this ivory from? Sadly. Oh, yeah. This is before we killed all the elephants. There's Ugh. plenty. I guess. <laughs> Apparently. <It's very> sad. <clears throat> there were six steps to the throne, and the top of the throne was round behind, and there were stays on either side by the piece, the place of the seat, and two lions standing behind beside the stays. Wow. I'm assuming Goodness. these are carved into the thing, not actual lions standing there, I mean, right? that would be awesome. That would be that really would awesome. Be, that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe 12, they were real lions. Whoa. Twelve lions stood there on the one side and on the other side of the six steps. There was nothing like it made in any kingdom. Wait, 12. Does that mean 12 to both sides or just 12 on one side? It was kind of going for an asymmetrical thing. It no, says it 12 on... lions stood mm-hmm. there on one side and on the other side. Oh, wait, no, no, it is on both. On one side and on the other side on but the six what, steps. But which direction are their butts facing? I am assuming <laughs> towards the back of the house. Okay. So that oh, see, I was assuming toward like... the sides. They were facing inward. Maybe they were at an angle, um... kind of a 45 or a semicircle. <laughs> I feel like they're looking at you. They're looking right at you. They're not looking at the king. They're looking at you. Right. So when you come to petition the king, there's also that intimidation factor of these 12 lines. lines Maybe real, maybe fake. Who knows? But still intimidating. You said nothing like it made in all the land, though. Nothing Uh, like it made in any kingdom. Made in any kingdom. Yeah. They got to be statues then. Yeah, unless they're animatronic right, so. lions, which would also be mm. cool. I don't know if we're there yet. I don't know if we're there yet. Like as a technologically speaking, okay. <laughs> yeah, but cool. <laughs> okay. Good idea. Hey, hey, the Greeks figured out kind of weird, rudimentary animatronics with particular statues in their and temples. But they that's water, water powered. That's still several Disney, hundred like... years after this, though, right? Yes, that's true. But I'm just saying, several hundred. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Right? Like maybe a thousand years impossible. after this, at least. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All King Solomon's drinking vessels were of gold, and all the vessels of the house of the forest of Lebanon were of pure gold. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh. Pure gold. Wow. Wait, so we're back to the house of the forest of Lebanon. Okay. Yeah, cool. wherever the heck this is. None were of silver. It was nothing accounted of in the days of Solomon. For the king had, a, had at sea. A navy of tarnish, tar, tarshish, tarshish, tarshish is different in meaning from tarnish, shish, <laughs> t-a-r shish, with the navy of Hiram, okay. once every three years, will you read this from the message? Yeah, so the king had a fleet of ocean-going ships, so these tarshish oh, okay. must have been ocean-going ships. Okay. Uh, which maybe was a novel thing at the time to actually have a ship that could navigate the ocean. I'm not sure about. Huh. Maybe we could look into naval technologies through the years in our in our bonus. Yeah, sounds like good, something you're going to look into. I'm definitely going to look into that. You know it. I got my train simulator games, my flight simulator games. I just need like wow. a nautical engineering simulator game, and I'll just be set. Wow. Okay. Uh, so let's see. Okay, yeah. For the king had, a, had at sea a navy of Tarshish with the navy of Hiram. Once every three years came the navy of Tarshish, bringing gold and silver, ivory and apes and peacocks. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Apes, apes and peacocks. Yeah. What? What do they Just need for apes fun. for? What do they need apes for? I don't know. What do you not need apes for? Come on now. Well, no, but hold on. <laughs> 
I mean, the peacocks are just gonna like roam. Yeah. Peacocks, I get you. Put them in their, in your garden. They're just gonna roam around. They're gonna have get really annoying lived, and noisy. Yeah. Have you ever like lived in a in a subdivision yes. where people have peacocks? No, and not they just, subdivision. Like, get out. I, I grew up in the middle of nowhere, literally at like the end of a dirt road, where somebody had like raised peacocks and then when they moved away they just like left their peacocks there and the peacocks spread it became like a herd of peacocks that ran wild on the mountain and all the time were like is that what a peacock sounds like did they fluff their whoa they (laughs) would fluff up their stuff their amazing tails they would know my job as a child okay is that like the peacocks would come onto our property and or onto my grandparents property and they would mess with like the garden crops and stuff like that so my job was to chase them off the property so that my grandfather would not shoot them Gosh, Jeez, okay. they're too beautiful Ned. they're animals yes, for one they, they so don't do. shoot any animal but they're too beautiful he never shot any I think he was mostly doing that just to, to, to motivate you to watch go a seven year around the property chasing yeah. <laughs> chasing some peacocks anyway sorry i want to talk about apes like yes peacocks i get it you know they're loud and annoying but they're really beautiful and they'll wander around and create ambiance but like apes what's an ape gonna do in your fancy golden palace it's gonna wander around and create (laughs) ambiance no but you'd you'd have you know your ape tamers or whatever it'd be a very exotic thing to show off i think you know what kind of apes yeah, that's mm. the question. Mm. There maybe, are many. We're we could... we talking chimpanzees. We talking orangutan. We like, talking what? like we talking? a little baby. Little, I'm just gonna. Oh, I'm gonna write this down for the bonus. Okay. What kind of apes did really King random. Solomon have? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know if we'll be able to find that, but we'll try. <laughs> History shows that King Solomon had this kind of ape. Like, <laughs> how are they gonna know? Okay. Anyways, so King Solomon exceeded all the ki- yeah we got it all the kings on the earth in riches and in wisdom mm. all the earth sought the presence of Solomon to hear his wisdom which God had put in his heart they brought every man his tribute vessels of silver and vessels of gold and clothing and armor and spices horses and mules a rate year by year a, a rate Sol- year by year a rate Right, just at I don't a, know. just constant. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, like at a at an alarming rate. Got it. Solomon gathered together chariots and horsemen, and he had a thousand and four hundred chariots and twelve thousand horsemen that he bestowed in the chariot cities and with the king at Jerusalem. The king made wow. silver to be in Jerusalem as stones, and cedars made he to be as the sycamore trees that. Are in the lowland for abundance. <laughs> okay. What in the world? Okay. So he's, Will you read chapter twenty? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, I can. What? I, yeah, give they're it a trying try. to make give a point a of like silver was so abundant; it was like common stones okay. in the city, and cedar was also so abundant; it was like the common sycamore tree. So, as in the people got used to it just being yeah. fancy as hell. Yeah. Okay. Crushed cool. it. That's like almost verbatim what the message says. Cool. Okay, fancy well as done, hell. Whitaker. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. The horses which Solomon had were brought out of Egypt, and the king's merchants oh, received them. Wait. Whoa. What? Wait a minute. His what? horses were brought in from Egypt? I don't know. Probably at this point, Egypt loves him. No, that's not. That's, that is not allowed. That is not allowed. What do you mean? What do you mean it's not allowed? We just talked about this in Deuteronomy. 
Yeah, just like a million years ago. <laughs> well, we talked about the fact that he's limited on the number of horses he's allowed to have, and I'm pretty sure that he's exceeded that figure. But... Deuteronomy 17 says, The king, moreover, must not acquire great numbers of horses for himself or make the people return to Egypt to get more of them. It's very oh. specifically like you cannot go back to Egypt and get these horses. But what if you're married to the daughter of Pharaoh? What if you're Solomon? What if and they're like, like her horses? Solomon. Yeah. What if they're her horses? But still, no, like this is just weird. Maybe that that's we've... why they fell in love. They, they <laughs> love having copious amounts of horses. Yeah. No, this is just interesting that we've spelled, we, we spelled out our rules so clearly. Oh, and come on, Jace. Solomon's These going against rules are all like of it. Changing, being modified. Okay, hold on, though. Didn't we also know about Deuteronomy that there was probably a fair amount of it that was written after the fact, that was written retroactively? Yeah, that's true. I'm willing to bet they're probably setting up of like... And that's why... Probably setting up that Solomon's mm. going to meet an unsuccessful end. And part of the reason Ooh. why is because he just had to have all these horses and horses from Egypt. So we're going to write in specifically that Yahweh said, this is not a thing you should do. Maybe. I feel like... Huh. Yeah, maybe. I feel like it's not going to come up in this story at all. But that... Maybe someone later added that to Deuteronomy to try to justify some political something. I don't know. That's just weird. It's just weird that it's so clearly against something that's been spelled out. I can't believe we're still on the first chapter. Have we done this? <laughs> have we done this show for over? <laughs> yes, for way over a year. Have we done it for two years yet? Two years. Yeah, two over years two years. And a couple years months. Now. Okay. Yeah. You know what I realized is that 365 episodes. We've been doing multi-amory for six years, and we haven't even done 300 yet episodes. What are you, what are you talking what? about? This is going to be the longest show ever. <laughs> Strap in, everyone. Okay, let's continue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. The horses which Solomon had were brought out of Egypt, and the king's merchants mm. received them in droves, each drove at a price. The chariot came up and went out of Egypt for 600 shekels of silver and a horse for 150. And so for all the kings of the Hittites and for the kings of Syria, did they bring them out by their means? It says here, Solomon carried on a brisk horse trading business with the Hittites and Aramean <laughs> royal houses. <laughs> brisk. brisk. <laughs> so brisk. <laughs> Uh, it's, that's not the adjective I would think to apply like thriving, prosperous, flourishing, brisk, <laughs> brisk horse trading business. It's like, the, come on. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. That's, that's it. That's, that's it. Wow. That's all. Yeah. Queen of Sheba. That's all that she gets in terms of time in this big old book. Okay, well, I feel like of the few people who did respond in the chat, Angela Bassett seemed to come up the most. So, okay, I think Angela Bassett, right. Bassett, Bassett gets it. We will send yeah, her. Yeah, she's an very offer. regal. Send her an offer. Send her an offer. Yep, love it. Contact her agent. Yeah, chop, totally. Yeah, I feel like now is a good time for us to get these contracts in the work with all these actors because there's not a You're lot right. of films Nothing's being happening. made. Yeah, no. so I feel like we could get some better rates right now if we kind of lock them in now. We have to put this. them in a bubble. They yeah. have to take te a COVID test every single day. Yeah, now, we're just we're gonna ship a green screen setup to everyone's house. They're gonna film all their own <laughs> stuff on green screen, and that's we'll gonna just... work out really well. Have their like boyfriends like film right. them exactly. 
<laughs> some some freaking breakdowns say that they're like do you have somebody in your house who can film you good then we want you for this freaking <laughs> wow. commercial it's so ridiculous wow. okay gosh a lot of time seriously time okay all right before we go on to this next chapter here we want to take a quick moment to talk about how you can support this show keep these live shows coming to everybody and make- this not be six and a half years long and maybe make this not last six and a half years and we're back okay i'm going to continue us on with chapter 11 uh now this is actually the longest of all of them so i'm going to try to <laughs> oh boy. try to really get on through this here okay <clears throat> now king solomon loved many foreign women mm-hmm. oh <laughs> boy howdy Together with the daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Sidonians, and Hittites. Of the nations Sedona? concerning... Like Sedona, Arizona? Uh-huh. There are lots of... He loved ladies from Sedona. Sedona. Oh, such a beautiful place. Okay. Of the nations concerning which Yahweh said to the children of Israel, you sh- shall not go among them, neither uh. shall they come among you. For surely they will turn away your heart after their gods. Colon, Solomon joined to these in love. Wait, God said this? And he was like, no. Yeah, God previously. Yeah, we, we got that had a been, long time yeah, ago. Yeah. yeah. Saying that you can't really marry or consort with anyone who's not an Israelite because they're going to they're gonna tempt you Deal away. already. Yeah, I feel like there were certain other peoples that we were okay with, but this was like all from the list of the ones that Yahweh said, nope, not these okay. ones. Okay. Because they have different gods, I guess. Uh, he had yeah. he had 700 wives. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> he had 700 wives, comma, princesses, comma, and 300 concubines. Okay. And his wives turned away his heart. Ah, oh, shit. Mm. Well, well, at that number, that's like mob rule at that point. Of course, they could right. campaign. They could get whatever they wanted if they banded together. Yeah, seriously. For it, a thousand of your ladies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, come on. For it happened when Solomon was old that his wives turned away his heart after other gods, and his heart was not perfect with Yahweh, his God. Wait a minute, is he dying already? (laughs) Well, he's already old. I guess he he took 20 years to build the freaking house in the temple. So (laughs) That's all that he did. He got a lot of stuff, talked to the Queen of Sheba, and then he's done. Yeah. Bye-bye. That's it. Uh, and his heart was not perfect with Yahweh his God, as was the heart of David his father. For Solomon went after Ashtaroth, the goddess of the Sidonians, oh, played by Beyonce's Beyonce. Back. Yep. Yeah. And after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. This is a new god we should Milcom. look up. Milcom. Right, I'm going to write that down. How do you spell that? M I L C O M. Milcom. Milcom in the middle. The yeah, abomination yeah, the of the Ammonites. <laughs> Solomon did that which was evil in the sight of Whoa. Yahweh and didn't oh, go boy. fully after Yahweh as did David his father. Then did Bro. Solomon build a high place for Chemosh, the abomination Whoa. of Moab, on the mountain that we is ha- before we have Jerusalem. Met Chemosh, Chemosh, 
We yeah. have met that one before. Yeah. We know that one's no good. Beth Shemesh. No good. And yeah. can you guess the next god coming up? Oh, it's got to be Molech, right? Heck yeah. And for Molech, the abomination mm, of the children babies? of Ammon. We can only hope. Uh, the irony of him <laughs> wanting to not sacrifice a baby, but then mm. ended up sacrificing babies to Molech. Mm. But but Solomon. what if what if that story we've got all wrong? And actually, he was like, yeah, let's cut this baby in half. And then when <laughs> the one woman's pleased. like, no, he's like, ah, dang it. Wait. <laughs> You must be the real mom. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There okay. you go. <clears throat> so, so did he for all his foreign wives who burnt incense and sacrificed to their gods. Oh, incense. Jeez. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yahweh was angry with Solomon because his heart was turned away from Yahweh, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice and had commanded him concerning this thing that he should not go after other gods. But he didn't keep that which Yahweh commanded. Therefore, Yahweh said to Solomon, Because this is done of you, and you have not kept my covenant and my statutes which I have commanded you, I will surely tear the kingdom from you and will give it to your Ooh. servant. Ah, which servant? Yeah, which, does, which guy? Does which not boy? specify. <laughs> does that not one. specify. <laughs> Notwithstanding, in your days, I will not do it for David, your father's sake, but I will tear it out of the hands of your son. Jeez. Okay, all right. Yeah. That's, I, okay. That's weird. I, th- okay, this has been a repeating theme of Yahweh being like, ooh, you did a bad thing. I'm going to punish you for it. I mean, actually, I'm going to punish you by like killing your son or punishing your son, but just mm-hmm. so you know, there's going to be a punishment. But isn't that a punishment to you as well? Well... <sighs> Usually you're dead by that point. I mean, in this case, Solomon's yeah. going to be dead by then. Well, no, but I'm confused why Yahweh's like, oh, for David's sake, I'm not going to do it when David is clearly dead. Yeah, you're right. Mm. We should, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like the, puni- like the punishments or rewards trickle down one generation, I guess. The sins mm. of the fathers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, sins of the fathers. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It goes the other way around, too. Because there have definitely been times where, like, like with Moses, he's like, trust me, this is all shitty. I get it. But, like, your kids and their kids, it's going to be great. Like, things it's are going to be, be good for them. I know, but it's not going to get good for you, though. Let's be clear on that. But, like, for them, it's going to be good. Seems like a Job situation. Wait, what happened to Job's kids? They died. His new kids. Oh, then he had new ones. His new kids were fine, I guess. Had replacement kids. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Um, Okay. So he's going to take the kingdom away from his son. However, I will not tear away all the kingdom, but I will give one tribe to your son for David, my servant's sake, and for Jerusalem's sake, which I have chosen. So he liked David a lot, but like not enough. He's like, don't you dare make me a house. (laughs) Right. You're gonna suck at that. So, I don't. I think it's the kind of thing where he just like complained about David, and then when David was dead, he was like, "God, I loved him. He was so yeah. good." Yeah. yeah, he didn't realize what he had until it was gone. He won't go. Well, yeah. So this just reminded me now that Yahweh is talking again. That uh, we just found out that that the Rock, who plays Yahweh, uh, he and his whole family has COVID right now. So we hope that yeah, Yahweh and all of them are recovering. They'll uh, get through it. Doing all it's right. Yahweh. They'll be fine. Yeah. I, you know, I like to think that, that The Rock and his gene pool would all be real strong in the fight against COVID, but that is a scary thing. So um, I hope he's doing all right. I watched a very cute TikTok of him and his daughter the other day. 
Uh, but yeah, we'll yeah, send him a green screen, get him to film some stuff right now. Okay. <laughs> if he can, if he can talk, that is, if his throat doesn't hurt too much. All right. Yahweh raised up an adversary to Solomon, Hadad the Edomite. He oh, was Hadad. of the king's seed in Edom. I guess right. like a, he was an heir of Edom. Okay. For it happened when David was in Edom and Joab, the captain of the host, was gone up to bury the slain and had struck every male in Edom. For Joab, and this is parentheses now, for Joab and all Israel remained there six months until he had cut off every male in Edom. Like cut off So Jonathan Banks, foreskin? No, they killed them. Oh, okay. They cut off cut the male off the line by killing all of the Okay. Men. Wait, wait, Joab just made an appearance? This is flashback. Callback. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So when when David when yeah. Yeah. David was in Edom. When David was in Edom and Jonathan Banks playing Joab, the captain of the host, was gone up to bury the slain, and it struck every male in Edom, for they had stayed there six months just to finish this job of killing every man. That Hadad fled. Oh, so he didn't get killed. He and certain Edomites of his father's servants with him to go into Egypt, Hadad being yet a little child. They they arose out of Midian and came to Paran, and they took men with them out of Paran, and they came to Egypt to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, who gave him a house and appointed him food and gave him land. Oh, that's nice. That's nice of Pharaoh. Yeah. Hadad found great favor in the sight of Pharaoh so that he gave him as wife the sister of his own wife, the sister of Tafenes the queen. Can he do that? Is he allowed to do that? Does he own He's the his king. wife's sister also? He's Wouldn't the she pharaoh. belong to her father? He's the pharaoh. He is the pharaoh. He's, I guess what he says goes. Yeah, he's the pharaoh of all. The sister of Tafenes, Tafenes? I don't know how, Tafenes? Tafenes? <laughs> I don't know Top how to. Not. <laughs> the sister of Tapenes bore him Ganubath, his son, whom Tapenes weaned in Pharaoh's house, and Ganubath was in Pharaoh's house among the sons of Pharaoh. Uh, All right, wow, why I do don't we care? care. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm con- no. okay. So Hadad <clears throat> was maybe going to be killed, but then wasn't killed. Left Edom, uh, became friends with Pharaoh, married Pharaoh's sister-in-law. She, they had a son. Named Gerber Gerber Baby, and <laughs> it's all going to come around somehow uh-huh. at some point. I hope. Yeah. Okay. Now this next sentence tripped me up when I tried to read this in my head. When Hadad heard in Egypt that David slept with his fathers, uh, <laughs> what? Meaning that he's dead, like Hadad's fathers are. But I was like, wait. Did- did we misunderstand okay. he didn't kill the fathers, but he slept with them? Anyway, and that Joab, the captain of the host, was dead. Now, it's interesting that we've said this two different ways in the same sentence. Yeah. Hadad said to Pharaoh, let me depart, that I may go to my own country. Then Pharaoh said to him, but what have you lacked with me? Oh, gosh, we need to cast this new Pharaoh. I'm excited about that, actually. Uh, but what have you lacked with me? that, behold, you seek to go to your own country. He answered, nothing. However, only let me depart. God, uh, okay, end of thought. Next. God raised up another adversary to him. Razon, the son of Eliada, who had fled from his lord Hadadezer, king of Zobah. 
Hotted user. He gathered men to him and became captain over a troop. When David killed them of Zobah, and they went to Damascus and lived therein and reigned in Damascus. So this is like what happened to all the people that David had something to do with back Seems, in the day. Yeah, the ones that survived okay. them killing off all the men. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> he was an adversary to Israel all the days of Solomon, besides the mischief that Hadad did. And <laughs> he abhorred Israel and reigned over Syria. J- okay, a new character, new thought. Jeroboam, the son of Nabot, an Ephraimite of Zeradah, a servant Nabot. of Solomon, whose mother's name was Zeruah, a widow. He also lifted up his hand against the king. Don't know why <laughs> that, any of that okay. was relevant. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm just, I'm just trying to wrap my brain around this and trying to parse this a little bit. So yeah. we're setting up that because Solomon was a bad boy mm-hmm. and let his wives worship who they wanted to worship. And he also yep. supported that, that then Yahweh responded by being like, I'm going to send all these guys with a chip on their shoulder to come after you. And so we're kind of getting the <clears> roster <throat> of all the guys that are yeah. going to rebel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. All the, all the enemies. Yep. Okay. And now, uh, okay. Yes. He also lifted up his hand against the King. This was the reason why he lifted up his hand against the King. Solomon built Milo and and repaired the breach of the city of David, his father. There it is, Milo. Yeah. The man Jeroboam was a mighty man of valor. And Solomon saw the young man that he was industrious and he gave him charge over all the labor of the house of Joseph. It happened at that time when Jeroboam went out of Jerusalem that the prophet Ahijah, the Shilonite, found him in the way. And now Ahijah had clad himself with a new garment. He looked fabulous. <laughs> and they two and they two were alone in the field. Ahijah, Ahijah laid hold of the new garment that was on him and tore it in twelve pieces. In, okay. Sorry. Okay, that's very that's elaborate that's elaborate strip so show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is his own garment, uh, right? Yeah. 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 So there's profit. It's 12 pieces, so I'm assuming he's going to send these out to the different tribes as yeah, a warning. Yeah, he's like, look at my garment, and he sends it to all of them. Almost. He said to uh, Jeroboam, take 10 pieces, for thus says Yahweh, the God of Israel, behold, I will tear the kingdom out of the hand of Solomon and will give 10 tribes to you. Wow. But huh. he shall have one tribe for my servant's sake, for my servant David's sake, and for Jerusalem's sake, the city which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel. Because right. We're reiterating that he said that yeah. he'll get one tribe left over. One tribe okay. for Solomon, and I guess uh, Jerusalem's going to be its own, too. Okay. A bonus. Yeah, its own independent, independent tribe. Independent Commonwealth of Jerusalem, yes. Because that they have forsaken me and worshipped Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, Chemosh, the god of Moab, Milcom in the middle, the god of the children of Ammon, and they have not walked in my ways to do that which is right in my eyes, and to keep my statutes and my ordinance as did David his father. However, I will not take the whole kingdom out of his hand. Oh my gosh. Do we drink for repetition? Drink for repetition, everybody. Sure. I, oh gosh. Okay. I'm just having my elderflower and rose <clears throat> lemonade at this point. Still fancy, of course, of course. but not quite as fancy. However, I will not take the whole kingdom out of his hand, but I will make him prince all the days of his life for David, my servant's sake, whom I chose, who kept my commandments and my statutes. But I will take the kingdom out of his son's hand and I will give it to you, even ten tribes. 
To his son I will give one tribe, that David my servant may have a lamp always before me in Jerusalem, the city which I have chosen me to put my name there. Okay, yes, Yahweh, thank you, we get it, okay. I will take you, and you shall reign according to all that your soul desires, and shall be king over Israel. It shall be, if you will listen to all that I command you, and will walk in my ways, and do that which is right in my eyes, to keep my statutes and my commandments, as David my servant did that I will be with you and will build you a sure house as I built for David and will give Israel to you. I will for this afflict the seed of David, but not forever. Okay. End of thought. Next thought. (laughs) Solomon sought therefore to kill Jeroboam, (laughs) but Mm. Jeroboam arose and fled into Egypt to Shishak, the king of Egypt. Uh, I don't know if that's the Pharaoh or a different king of Egypt. Huh? And was in Egypt until the death of Solomon. Whoa, now, is he dying now? I've got I have three verses left. Sorry. Now the rest of the acts of Solomon and all that he did and his wisdom, aren't they written in the books of the acts of Solomon? Question mark? I don't know. That, <laughs> I don't that's know. a great question. You tell us. The time that Solomon reigned in Jerusalem over all Israel was 40 years. Solomon slept with his fathers and was buried in the city of David, his father, and Rehoboam, his son, reigned in his place. Wow, he died. Wow. Wow. Bye, Solomon. You very unceremonious. Yeah. You did like a couple things. You had the baby, you had Queen of Sheba, you you made some stuff, and then you were rich. Good job. Had so, so many ladies. Oh, yeah, and all the ladies. Yeah, but yeah, he didn't get... uh, Yeah, Daniel pointed out he didn't have an epic closing song like David did. Yeah. He didn't have a big, like, angry old man speech like Moses did. Like, he's nothing. It's just sort of like, oh, and then then he died. And he slept with his fathers. Amazing. Yeah, Yeah, I guess. Okay, so now it's his son who is the one who's supposed to bear the brunt of his Yep, sucks for that guy. Rehoboam. Rehoboam. Okay. Chapter 12. Rehoboam went to Shechem, for all Israel were come to Shechem to make him king. It happened when Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, heard of it, for he was yet in Egypt, where he had fled from the presence of King Solomon, and Jeroboam lived in Egypt, and they sent (laughs) him. (laughs) That Jeroboam and all the assembly of Israel came and spoke to Rehoboam, saying, Your father made our yoke grievous. Now, therefore, make you the grievous service of your father and his heavy yoke, which he put on us, lighter, and we will serve you. He said to them, depart yet for three days, then come again to me. (laughs) It's just like, I just need to (laughs) postpone this for just a second. I need a moment. I need a moment, please. Okay. The people departed. King Rehoboam took counsel with the old men who had stood before Solomon his father while he yet lived, saying, What counsel give you me to return answer to this people? What? (laughs) (laughs) They spoke to him, saying, If you will be a servant to this people this day, and will serve them, and answer them, and speak good words to them, then they will be your servants forever. But he forsook the counsel of the old men, which they had given him, and took counsel with the young men who had grown up with him, who stood before him. He said to them, 
What counsel do you give that we may return answer to this people who have spoken to me, saying, make the yoke that your father did put on us lighter? Because everyone's just like, can you just chill a bit? Because your father was rough. Yeah, Uh but it's funny because they, because Sheba was Mm. like, oh, these servants love you. And now the servants are like, "Mm, actually, no. Actually, that was rough. rough. Yeah. 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 Okay. He had 13 million horses. We had to like take care of all of them and the apes wow <laughs> yeah once the apes were on board i was just it was too much yeah <clears throat> the young men who had grown up with him spoke to him saying thus shall you tell this people who spoke to you i'm saying, sorry who who's saying this to him the young men his friends his pals he, his consult, boys, he consulted okay. with the old men and he was like okay boomer and then he decided <laughs> okay, to with his Bye. friends okay and this is what his friend said your father, okay, thus shall you tell this people who spoke to you, saying, Your father made our yoke heavy, but make you it lighter to us. Thus shall you speak to them. My- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Sorry. laughs> thus shall you speak to them. My little finger is thicker than my father's loins. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, dear. Oh, my. Well, that's kind of like a self-burn on your father, isn't it? What does that mean? What, where's he going with this? Maybe there's. Maybe this is going to pay off I'm somehow. I'm sorry to hear that, but... <laughs> my little finger is thicker <laughs> than my thicker. father's loins. Jason, what does it say in the message for that? I, I want you to read the rest yeah. of this quote first before okay, I go Okay, there. okay, okay. All right, again, so this is what his friends are telling him that he should say. Yeah. Now, whereas my father did lay you with a heavy yoke, I will add to your yoke. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions. Uh, okay, so his friends are telling him to double down. Yeah. What does the message say? Okay, so it says, my little finger, t- so tell them this, colon, my little finger is thicker than my father's waist. We've cleaned that up mm. a bit, yeah. Mm. If, you think, mm. if you think life under my father was hard, you haven't seen the half of it. My father thrashed you with whips. I'll beat you bloody with chains. Or, I mean, or scorpions. 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 Yeah. <laughs> chains of scorpions. I'm going to set the can scor- we, scorpions Can we write down you? this verse to look up? Because someone's yeah, got to have yeah, a more okay. accurate translation. Okay, I'll look okay. that up. As someone so, who's been stung by a scorpion. Oh, ouch. Yeah. I maybe did my- too. It was horrible. When? Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> You I was convinced gonna I was going to die. Yeah, you're not going to die because I grew ridiculous. up thinking like scorpion things are you. You just die. You you get no. Yeah. What? Who told you that? That's ridiculous. I don't, books? I don't know. It hurts. I mean, it's not fun, but not death. Not immediate death. I was I was prepared. <laughs> I was prepared for death. Also, Dedeker didn't know that t- tarantulas were native to America. I don't want to talk about this that's anymore. Not, I'm yeah, keep reading okay. the Bible. All right, <laughs> keep going. So. Jeroboam and all the people came to Rehoboam the third day as the king bade, saying, Come to me again the third day. The king answered the people roughly and forsook the counsel of the old men which they had given him and spoke to them after the counsel of the young men, saying, My father made your yoke heavy, but I will add to your yoke. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions. Okay, we got a drink for repetition. Yeah, drink for repetition. Exactly the same thing. So the king didn't listen to the people, for it was a thing brought about of Yahweh that he might establish his word, which Yahweh spoke by Ahijah the Shilonite to Jeroboam the son of Nebat. 
When all Israel saw that the king didn't listen to them, the people answered the king, saying, What portion have we in David? Neither have we inheritance in the son of Jesse. To your tents, Israel, now see to your own house, David. So Israel departed to their tents. Um, that was confusing. Mm-hmm. So I think this I, is where I, he kind of lost the rule of everybody. Yes, yeah. yes. He did not read the room. They're like, we're going to go now. He'd been reading too much Machiavelli and thought like, I'll just rule with fear. And it didn't work out. Mm -mm, Mm. mm -mm. But as for the children of Israel who lived in the cities of Judah, Rehoboam reigned over them. Then King Rehoboam sent Adoram, who was over the men subject to forced labor. Sorry, who? It looks like Adoniram here in my, in the message. It says Adoram. A-D-O-R-A-M. Adoram. Really? In the message, it's Adoniram. So he sent Adoram, who was over the men, subject to forced labor, and all Israel stoned him to death with stones. Whoa. Oh, so he sent, like, the, like, slave master guy out, and they all killed him. Yep. Yep. Okay. Cool. King Rehoboam made speed to get him up to his chariot to flee to Jerusalem. So yeah. Israel rebelled against the house of David to this day. Okay, so this is like a wow. coup, almost, wow. it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. It's not going well for, for Rehoboam. It happened when all Israel heard that Jeroboam was returned, that they sent and called him to the congregation and made him king over all Israel. There was none who followed the house of David, but the tribe of Judah only. That's okay. the one tribe that he okay. gets. Mm-hmm. Yep. When Rehoboam was come to Jerusalem, he assembled all the house of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin, 180,000 chosen men who were warriors to fight against the house of Israel to bring the kingdom again to Rehoboam, the son of Solomon. Okay, so he's going to try to get it back. But the word of God came to Shemaiah, the man of God, saying... Of course. Who's this? Who's Shemaiah? He's the man of God. The man of God, Yeah. (laughs) saying speak to Rehoboam the son of Solomon king of Judah and to all the house of Judah and Benjamin and to the rest of the people saying thus says Yahweh you shall not go up nor fight against your brothers the children of Israel return every man to his house for this thing is of me okay so they listened to the word of Yahweh and returned and went their way according to the word of Yahweh. All the soldiers then, were like, you're telling us to go back home? Check. Oh, Got fine, no fine. problem. <laughs> <laughs> no complaints here. Then Jeroboam built Shechem in the hill country of Ephraim and lived therein. And he went out from there and built Penuel. Jeroboam said in his heart, Now will the kingdom return to the house of David. If this people go up to offer sacrifices in the house of Yahweh... At Jerusalem, then will the heart of this people turn again to their Lord, even to Rehoboam, king of Judah, and they will kill me and return to Rehoboam, Mm. king of Judah. Wait, Mm -hmm. that's what he wants? No, I'm realizing now that I'm halfway through reading him now, I think he's scared of that. Yeah. That he's like, oh, I'm actually afraid that the the tide's going to turn and they're going to want to be with with Rehoboam again. Like if if they keep worshiping at the the temple, then they might start yes. thinking about going back. Yeah. Okay. okay. Whereupon the king took counsel and made two calves of gold. Oh, we like love a, those. Like a little, oh yeah, the golden calf. Yeah, uh-huh. like Aaron did uh-huh. back in the day. Yeah. 
And he said to them, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. See your gods, Israel, which brought you up out of the land of Egypt. He said, The one in Bethel, and the other he put in Dan. Can I just can I just read you the message real quick? Please. Sure. <clears throat> then he announced, It's too much trouble for you to go to Jerusalem to worship. Look at these. The gods who brought you out of Egypt. <laughs> Meaning the calves. Meaning the calves. Like with a ba- yeah. like with a baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, no, 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 look at this, look at this. Hey, shiny. Yeah. <laughs> The thing became a sin, mm. for the people went to worship Ooh. before the one, even mm. to Dan. So even the people are just like so gullible. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah, seriously. Jeez. <laughs> the message says, think of it. People traveling all the way to Dan to worship a calf? Exclamation wow. point. <laughs> How could they? He made Dan's houses out of- there. He made houses of high places and made priests from among all the people who were not of the sons of Levi. Oh, boy. Jeroboam ordained a feast in the eighth month on the 15th day of the month, like the feast that is in Judah. And he went up to the altar, so did he in Bethel, sacrificing to the calves that he had made. And he placed in Bethel the priests of the high places that he had made. He went up to the altar which he had made in Bethel on the 15th day in the eighth month, even in the month which he had devised of his own heart. And he, <laughs> what? His totally made up month. <laughs> yeah, it was like, did he create this eighth month? <laughs> and he ordained a feast for the children of Israel and went up to the altar to burn incense. The end. I thought they weren't allowed what? to burn incense. <laughs> Jeroboam doesn't give any cares, F's. any Fs. Uh, no about, Fs. No. <laughs> Okay. That's the whole point, I think, is that Jeroboam's just like, whatever, like, I'm yeah, not... He's, yeah, he's willy-nilly, he's... Yeah. yeah. Why a calf? Why is everyone so into worshipping a calf? I'm like, mm. calves are not that great, they're cute, but as far as powerful, I don't think of a calf as particularly powerful. Well, maybe because it is young and new and it's mm. very sad. Well, the fact that he said that they were gods of Egypt makes me wonder if that's also why Aaron did it. Because it's like, hey, this is what we remember from back in Egypt. So let's. Mm. this is more comfortable, right? Than this like, Yahweh the cloud Egyptians thing. Were, yeah, the Egyptians were prospering and they worshipped these calf figures. Yeah, yeah, so maybe we should do that instead. Gosh, yeah, I was not going to like this. No, no. Not at all. I feel like we're well, headed back into the territory like we were in Judges. Where it's just like a bunch of different stories about everyone competing over land and very sort of Game of Thrones Trying again. And then we're going to get yeah. a second Kings. I thought that we would last, that, you know, Solomon would last longer than 10 chapters. Yeah, nope. I'm surprised. I'm surprised yeah. too. He lasted nope. 11 chapters. Oh, okay. But still. <laughs> that was it. Well, I'll be honest. Um, I don't have a memory of what comes after Solomon when I think about my Sunday school pool of knowledge. I, I don't know what happens next. Why? Yeah, no, well, I have no idea. I mean, I do because I looked it up when I was writing up the the titles for these episodes. Uh, uh, so I know a little bit, but I, I was definitely like, I don't remember any of this. This is huh. not, it's like we, we learn about King Solomon being wise and then the, that's the end. I never learned I mean, about him turning away from Yahweh. Did you learn I, that? I learned about that. No. Yeah, I learned about the fact that like his foreign wives were the influence because it's always the woman's fault. Yeah, but okay. yeah, I learned about him that that was why Yahweh was like, mm, "You're not, uh, you're on the naughty list now," is because mm. he built these temples or idols for yeah. all his other wifey Ladies. poos. His wifey yeah. poos. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, exactly. When I think about it, I'm just like, I don't know. That seems like a nice guy thing of like, mm. I've kind of taken you out of your native land and brought you here. And maybe something that could be a comfort of you is is having like your actual belief system honored while God's you're here. God's not okay with it, though. No. no Yahweh yeah. does not stand for that. Yahweh no. is a jealous God. He said so himself. Yep. It's true. And it feels like, though, because, okay, the story that I was told as a child led me to believe that Solomon himself decided to worship these different gods, and that's what God was upset about. But in reality, it's kind of like this is probably just more political moves, right? It was like, yeah, give me your daughter, king of a neighboring nation, and like, sure, sure, we'll build a temple to your god, like, whatever, you know, yeah, we'll do it to pay lip service. But, but as far as I know... I mean, it didn't seem to imply that he himself personally was like, yeah, Chemesh or Chamash or Molech or whoever it was is, is the new hotness now. Right. Mm. Yeah. That seemed, they did phrase it more like he just built it for his wives. Yeah. Yeah. But God hated him because of that. Still not allowed. Yeah. Well, great. Uh, Alrighty. Yeah. It's time to, time to put this to bed. Shall I? <laughs> you shall. Okay. Uh, thank you all for joining us for live Drunk Bible Study today. If you're listening to the recorded version, please go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live to get more information about that. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Biblecast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Emily Matlack, and me, Dedeker Winston. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad. He's